listening to the Loving BDSM Podcast, episode 273. Okay, the Lord's here with the one, the only, the... I love you so much. John Brownstone. Aw, I love you too. The It's Almost Your Birthday. I know. <laughs> A big birthday. I know. <laughs> You're, you uh, are doing great for it being such a big birthday. I'm sorry I can't blow it up for you. <laughs> You're not, but I am. Yeah, you're, I'm not. <laughs> you're right. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> Today, though, we're talking about our top mutual kink. OMG. Mm. How did we get to 273 before we talked about this? Impact play. Yeah. <laughs> welcome to the Loving BDSM podcast. If this is your first time listening, glad to have you. If you're back for another week, welcome back. Loving BDSM is produced every Friday for your kinky pleasure and education, and show notes are found at lovingbdsm.net. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite podcast app. You can also follow the show on Twitter at Loving BDSM, on FetLife at Loving BDSM PC, on Instagram at that handle I will forever fucking hate, Loving DS and the number one, Loving, so that's Loving DS1 altogether, or on YouTube at youtube.com slash loving bdsm where you can watch us live stream this type of podcast episode the friday podcast episode you can watch us live stream it every wednesday all links are in the show notes and the show notes are found at lovingbdsm.net. big shout out to our kinky patrons on patreon as always including our newest peeps we see you we love you we appreciate the absolute fuck out of you yeah we do <laughs> yeah we do if you would like our undying love and devotion and appreciation but also would like some content you can't get anywhere else, a special podcast episode, a special live stream, a Discord server. Yeah, yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, that's it, yeah. You can join us on Patreon <laughs> at patreon.com slash killalords. It's patreon.com slash killalords. And you can become a kinky patron for as little as $2 per month. And you get all the things we mentioned for even the lowest amount of $2 per month. Uh, just go to patreon.com slash killalords or use the link in the show notes. Okay, so before we get started, I did have a couple of announcements. One, I'd just like to remind everybody that the Kinkery exists. It's thekinkery.com. It is JB's uh, Weapons of Ass Destruction yep, shop. Yep, yep. And y'all can't see, well, podcast listeners, you couldn't see anyway. It's audio, but YouTube watchers can't see right behind us where we're recording are stacks of paddles that need to get added to the <laughs> shop. New stuff and all kinds of fun stuff. So thekinkery.com. And if you want to know when new stuff is available on the site, you can subscribe to the kinkery newsletter links in all the places okay mm -hmm. next announcement um we do a monthly live stream hangout that i finally started just calling what it is which is a virtual munch uh, we have moved that up a week for the month of july because it's usually the third friday but we have family coming into town mm -hmm. so it will actually be this week podcast listeners you will find out about the schedule change the day the podcast goes out but we are live streaming friday july 9th at starting at 9 30 p.m eastern we try to go till midnight the only times we've never we haven't done that is if one of us is just not feeling well and then we cut out early but it's about two and a half hours and then and then we have a second live stream so if you uh podcast listeners you hear this later you come to this late you're like oh shit i can't the july 9th can't do ah we got another one don't worry so on YouTube, we had the arbitrary goal of 5,000 subscribers. And we promised when we got there, we would do a random extra live stream. And we got there and we will. Mm -hmm. And it is scheduled for Saturday, July 24th, which is International BDSM Day. Yeah. And I thought. What better day to do it? That's the right day to do it. We think it'll start around 6 or 6.30 p.m. 
Eastern and then just go until we can't stand it anymore. Um, <laughs> that one will be a hangout kind of thing, but I think we'll do some Q and A if anybody's got questions and we'll just, we'll just be there. We'll just be celebrating our BDSM mm -hmm. sales. I'm um, pretty sure that one will get demonetized the moment I set it up because <laughs> I'm gonna tell you that we're celebrating International BDSM Day. Um, so those are the announcements. Two live streams mm -hmm. coming up. If you are on YouTube, like you're subscribed to us on YouTube, hopefully you'll get the notifications, fingers crossed. If you are not, but you are interested, we try to post the links in all the places, our newsletter. Um, if you're a member of our Patreon, we definitely put it in those spaces. Mm -hmm. So hopefully you will know, and you can come join us either July 9th, 9.30 p.m. Eastern, and or July 24th, 6 or 6.30 p.m. Eastern. Ta-da, those are the announcements. Okay. Wow. Okay, here we go. Oh, a um, lot of announcements. Uh, it wasn't a lot of announcements. I'm just verbose, <laughs> which comes as a shock to nobody. But here we which go. Which basically means you just talk a hell of a lot. A hell of a lot. Hell, I made it a fucking career, if you hadn't noticed. <laughs> okay, so this week's topic is on impact play. Um, I was... I. Can't believe we're at episode 273 of the audio version of the podcast and video like 50 million on YouTube <clears throat> before we're actually talking about impact play in one of our in-depth hour-long conversations. Um, but to, in my defense, I kind of thought we'd already talked about it because way back in episode 59. Way back in the day. I, it was 2016, <laughs> way back in the day, we did an episode on spanking because spanking mm -hmm. is like our, one of our well, favorites. Yeah, it's, it's up there on the... Uh... But spanking is, while some people use it as a catch-all for when they mean impact play, for some people it's not that and it's its own separate thing. And I went, we need an episode on impact play. But the topic of impact play is massive. <laughs> Hmm. And we're already chaotic to begin with. And so I thought, hey, let's pretend we're a professional adults and we're going to try and break this up into kind of sections. We're going to talk about what impact play is. Uh, we're going to talk about the different ways to play. Hmm. And then, yes, we are absolutely going to talk about the toys we use. Will there be some shameless plugs for the kinkery.com? Shop there, please, because we like to also keep our lights on. Yes, there will be. <laughs> Our love of impact play brought us to the point in life where you literally make impact play toys, among other things, mm -hmm. because we love it so fucking much. But anybody who's listened to any previous episode or watched any previous video, this is not new information to you that this is one of our main kinks. When we did our hierarchy of kinky needs mm -hmm. after power exchange, next came impact play for both of Absolutely. us. Absolutely. Right. Um, when we ranked BDSM kinks, impact play is always at the top. So yeah, this is not new, but we thought for some people, this might be a refresher. For some people, this might be just a different way of thinking about impact play. And for others who are in it with us, maybe this is just a fun little conversation. Keep it light. Mm. Let's talk about hitting one another consensually. Uh, <laughs> so we're gonna start with defining impact play. Uh, impact play is basically, how would you, well, how would you define it? Because I know how I would define it. I'm not sure it's a good definition. Making an impact? I knew you were going to do that. God damn it. <laughs> Striking, hitting, making an impact. God damn it. <laughs> uh, from one person to another. You can do it to yourself. Yes. There is such a thing as self-spanking, self-impact play. Mm -hmm. um, 
that so at that point you are striking yourself but it's some item object body part striking or landing on or hitting a body part of some sort mm-hmm. um would you define it with anything else the, the definition part's pretty fucking simple it's it, the getting into the ways to play that becomes like a much well they're 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 everything just kind of yeah, oh yeah veers, branches out veers off um i did want to mention this i wanted to make sure we got this because okay. i think there's there's some confusion for some people some people totally get this and some people definitely don't so in general we think of impact play as part of masochistic play because the bottom or the submissive because you don't have to be mm-hmm. a submissive to be on the receiving end of impact play um get something out of it and Often it is a painful, pleasurable, combined pain and pleasure together thing, but not all impact play is painful. So you don't have to be a masochist to be on the receiving end or be a bottom end impact play. Sure. Uh, there, there, there are a lot of people who just enjoy light spankings during the, you know, during the kinky fuckery. Right. And the sensation you feel when you're engaging in impact play is determined by a lot of things such as the item that's used, being used to hit you, mm-hmm. uh, the force with which you are struck. Um, those are probably the main two. Can you think of anything else? Also, your, how you feel, you where you're at, your head is at, because some, there are some days you do things that don't feel painful at all, and then the next day I'm in a different headspace, and it hurts like a motherfucker. Yeah. And and also your physical health. Yes, yes, has an impact. Your on physical it as and well. emotional <laughs> health, I would say for sure. So you can be a submissive and be on the receiving end of um, impact play mm-hmm. and not care for pain at all. Would never call yourself a masochist. That's a thing. You can be a masochist who wants it to be painful, but also enjoys it when it's not painful. Hi, I'm that masochist. Nice to meet you. Uh, <laughs> you can just be a bottom who likes to be on the receiving end, but you're not submitting to no damn body. Right. <laughs> you are right. in just as much control of the situation as the top. Um, so yeah, to to engage in impact play, it is a form of sensation play. Mm-hmm. Um, it tends to be categorized as its own topic, its own category, because there's so much in it. But it's a sensation that you feel. It's yeah. a smack. It's a thud. It's a sting. It's a... Um, a an ouchie. It's an ouchie. <laughs> it's a... Ooh, that feels like a deep tissue massage. Please keep going. Uh, mm-hmm. It can... You've done really light taps on me before that just feel like somebody tapping you on the shoulder, but it's your hand on my butt or it's the paddle on this or you'll pick like my chest or my thighs or some other spot. Mm-hmm. And you're not trying to make... It hurt. You could. I would let you. Hi, we play that way. Um, But sometimes you're just trying to get my attention. Sometimes you're just playing. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you're building up the anticipation. That's right. Because the more you go tap, 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 I'm like, oh, God, the next one. It's the next one. It's a mind fuck. I know it's coming, but when is it coming? (laughs) It's going to be there. It's going to. And then sometimes it never comes. And I'm like, what the fuck just happened here? (laughs) Um, And so it can definitely be part of a mind fuck. There are so many ways to play with impact play that aren't about pain Mm -hmm. necessarily. Now, for many of us, the pain is the point. 
Uh, for me, <laughs> to a certain extent, the pain is the point as long as it's pain that I want. Yeah. There are pains I don't want that would certainly fall under impact play. The cane comes to mind. We'll get there in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, like any other kink, you can consent to it in an informed and even enthusiastic, however you'd like to define that way, and not actually be consenting to it because you're like all excited for the pain. I've definitely seen non-masochists take pretty hard play because for them, it wasn't about the pain as pleasure. It was about serving. It was about mm -hmm. finding out what they can endure. Maybe it was a punishment that they consented to. And so it was not supposed to be pleasant at all. Impact play has a variety of uses and a variety of ways to play, but essentially it boils down to one person receives a strike, a hit, a some level of impact upon mm -hmm. their body from another person or an instrument or themselves, because you can't do it to yourself. Yeah. Uh, would you add anything else to the definition of impact I play? think you pretty much got it. Hit the nail on the head, so it's to speak. kind of our jam, so this is something that we can yeah. kind of do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this, the next section is where I think a lot of the conversation really happens. Because mm -hmm. I think most of us kind of understand the idea of impact play and what it is. Um, and I think that many people uh, tend to think only in terms of either what they really like or what they don't like. And sometimes they don't know that there's other stuff that they could be doing. So let's kind of go down the list okay. and talk about them. Look at me being organized. What? Okay, first off, the biggie, the one that has got its own episode, episode 59. I'll link to it on all the places. Mm -hmm. Spanking, which... Yeah, and, and spanking... It's yeah. kind of a gateway kink for a lot of people. Not and, for and, everybody, and it, and it is, but for a lot of people. A lot of people it is. And the thing with, with spanking, you don't even need any special toys or instruments or all you need is a, a, a good solid hand mm -hmm. and, and a few whacks right where mm -hmm. you're going to get some notice. Mm -hmm. So spanking can be done in like all of these things, actually, in almost any position over the knee. Mm -hmm. Really popular. Yep. Um, you do a modified over the knee. You don't sit in a chair or like on a bench or anything and have me go over your knee. We actually do it on the bed. Yeah. Which I always thought that was to give us both more physical support to do it. Um, for me, it, it works out well with my, my back. Mm -hmm. And it, it allows you to be more comfortable. Oh my gosh, yeah. Because if you, I have seen images of those sort of classic spanking, over the knee spanking mm -hmm. kind of scenes where person who is being spanked goes over the lap of the spanker, butt in air, head towards ground, feet, yeah. maybe their feet are flying, depends on how tall they are. And I'm always like, that's kind of fun to watch. But then I think, oh Lord, I, all the blood would go to my head. My arms would go tingly within a few, cause I know me within a few minutes, I would be thinking <laughs> about every other discomfort. And I either would not pay attention to the spanking at all, or uh, it would hurt worse and not in a good way because everything else hurts. So yeah, mm -hmm. we do it. What I, I never even thought about it as a modified over the knee, but I guess it kind of is because mm -hmm. your legs are usually straight out on the bed. Correct. You've got pillows behind your back to support your back, mm -hmm. especially your lower back. And I, sometimes I'm up on all fours, which I like that. Sometimes mm -hmm. I'm actually laying almost flat across your lap. Yes. But I'm over the knee. I mean, mm -hmm. we're we're not doing it like yeah. you see in porn, but I am over the knee. And um, yeah, it's it's a very intimate way, the way we do it. Because yeah. I'm always naked. You're usually like, sometimes you're naked, sometimes you're not. Mm -hmm. I'm always naked. Yeah. Like just 
completely nude. Um, and it's like I feel everything. Yeah. And, and we've also done it on the uh, on the sofa. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Where you're you're laying across, um, you know, and using the armrest on the one side of the sofa for support. Mm-hmm. Done it that way. Um, had you just leaning over the bed. Yeah, we do that a lot where yeah. I'm standing, but I fold forward at a mm-hmm. 90 degree angle. Am I doing right. the angles right? Yeah, yeah. 90 degree angle, torso, stomach, all of that chest on the bed. I will usually prop, put my arms under my head to give my neck some support, but my yeah. ass is like right there on the edge. And and there again, too, our bed frame is tubular. Oh, yeah, yeah, and And I've had you grip the footboard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was, I was on my feet bent forward, yes. but I didn't have the bed to support me. I was right. holding on. That one, you've done for different things that we'll talk about um, later. Later. Well, yeah. um, that one becomes, because I don't have the support, the body support, mm-hmm. and I'm not a, a physically fit human being, um, that one sometimes becomes more of a challenge, especially if you want to push hard in what you're doing. Yeah, I enjoy it because when I'm in that position, I know this is meant to be a bit of a challenge. There is yeah. no, oh, you get to relax into this spanking right now. It's like, oh, no, no, you're going to work for this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're going to earn this one. Um, in general, whatever position allows the literal and figurative bottom to have their bottom <laughs> available <laughs> to the person spanking them, hitting them with their hand, that's the right position. I do mm-hmm. think that it's Im- it's important to think about comfort and also it can be really kinky to put the bottom or submissive in a, an uncomfortable position, like me standing and holding the, the rails of the f- footboard foot whatever the end of the bed footboard yeah yeah, whatever that's called the end of the bed um and that can be fun for play but i know that if it becomes too much and i can no longer actually actively participate in the the spanking experience Mm -hmm. and this is true with any position of any impact play i can speak up and either the scene ends or we just shift and we move to a more comfortable position right so while there's tons of porn and tons of fantasy stuff out there that will show you all kinds of sexy ways to get your spank on if your body cannot handle that, you're not somehow doing it wrong because you you modify it. And quite frankly, our modifications make for longer, better experiences. Yeah. Because I'm more comfortable. You still have the access you want. And then if I'm if the rest of me is more comfortable in the way we play, you can actually sometimes go harder and longer than if I'm also mm-hmm. balancing in some way. When we do well, That's that's just like a few times we have a big chest at the foot of our bed Mm -hmm. and there was a time I used to have you um, kneel on the chest over the headboard or the footboard Footboard, I'm sorry yeah yeah see now you got me mixing them up I don't know what they're called so and and that was something we did for a while too until your knees couldn't handle kneeling anymore oh, so yeah. we had to kind of take that out of the mix and and you know do some like, other things yeah you can pl- i mean i have stood up against a wall yeah. not as comfortable the one thing i've noticed the more we play with spanking and this mm-hmm. is true of any other impact play but we have the most experience with spanking the position of my butt and my body absolutely changes how it feels 
So I have noticed, and people who understand anatomy and physiology may completely understand the <laughs> explanation for this. I'm not that person, but I know what I know. So when I bend forward and the way my body moves, I got a fleshy butt, okay? Your girl's thick, y'all. It's fine. I enjoy it. But when I my bend a certain way, the muscles become more, and my butt become more prominent. It's still mm -hmm. nice and fleshy, still squidgy, squidgy, but muscles are further out, closer to the surface. Because whatever, that's how that works. Um, when you hit, I can actually take more. Mm, when okay. I stand up or relax my body in a way so that, yeah, the muscles are there, but they're not flexed. They're not, it's like just, it's just the squidgy squidgy of my butt. That's a technical <laughs> term. It can, depending on what you're using, your especially your hand, it can actually hurt worse sometimes. Mm -hmm. Now, I would have thought it would have been the other way around, but we've done enough spankings with me bent over versus me, or and my my gluteus, whatever is flexed, versus me like flat and relaxed, whether I'm standing or laying down. Mm -hmm. And it's almost always more painful to me when I'm in that position. Huh. And I feel like you know this because huh. you uh, seem to go harder. Fascinating. When I know it hurts more. Fascinating. You've never noticed. You've totally noticed. <laughs> so when it comes to spanking and impact play, you can get in any position that is comfortable for your body, that gives your partner access, and it's fine. Like mm -hmm. There's no standard, and please ignore porn right. if it doesn't work for your body. But that's not the only way you can, that's not, that's only half of the spanking. The other half of the spanking is the hands. Oh, yeah. So whether a partner is spanking you or you are doing it to yourself, because that, let me say again, that is a thing and that's legitimate. I tried it. It just didn't do it for me. I was like, I'd rather not have one than do it to myself. Mm. But I know some people do it. Yeah. So you are, between the two of us, certainly the more experienced. What are the ways you can use your hands with your spanking? Because these are the main instrument. Hitty, hitty. Hitty, hitty. Oh, you love to play bongos <laughs> on my ass. Yes, I do. You love to play yes, bongos on my ass. I'll, I'll have a I'll have a song in my head and I'll just bang out the drum section on her ass with my hands. Not gonna lie, this will come up again when we get to other ways to play with impact play. You have also done drum solos with toys in your hands. Yes, and mean toys in your hands. I oh, do not very enjoy mean that toys. at all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yes, you have but, played the bongos on my. Ass. I mean, they're, they're you know the hands are are so. Um, versatile you know you think oh you just hit with the hand but you know you, you can have your your fingers splayed your hands closed you can cup your hands you can come up you love you to know, do that you like to come up and then what you also come, come down come down i'll i'll hit with the fingertips do a, a down swipe with the fingertips and that's dingy if i it's very stingy yeah it hurts like a you, you just do a quick whack down with yeah. your fingers you know you like they're splaying up what would and the sense is it a little bit not a, it's not a rub because that's slow and kind of methodical mm -hmm. but it's almost like because i'm trying to describe it for podcast listeners so you have your hands up fingers yeah. usually open a little bit right and you bring them down super fast almost like so just the your fingertips graze the skin you're not Pretty pushing much. in deep. no not no, pushing no. in deep it, it's and it's just like from the tip to that first um, knuckle knuckle okay okay that's pretty Hurts much like all, hell yeah it does I don't like it and and the thing the hands are relaxed okay. they're not tense they're not tense okay. it's it's like a, a really fluid motion so your wrist is doing more of the move the, yes. your fingertip and your wrist are really, are doing, really everything. doing everything yeah look at me learning about spanking my own spankings the spankings i hate uh, <laughs> i always giggle when you play the bongo drums yep um i like i don't the the upswing that you talk about, uh -huh. uh, if, 
from the perspective of receiving it, I'll tell you what it feels like. It feels like when you come up, you're using your palm more yes. than anything. It's almost like you were gonna cut my ass and at the last minute you changed just, your just mind. Just kinda. You do it to see the jiggle of my butt, don't you? Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> but you can change the sensations with that too. When you're going in hard, you use your palm. When you mostly yeah. just wanna see my butt jiggle, you use your fingertips or mm -hmm. your fingers anyway. Yeah. Because then then we're getting the blah, blah, blah of the, that's my sound <laughs> effect for jiggles, y'all. Squidgy, squidgy is the flesh and yeah. whatever that noise yeah. was I just made. <laughs> it's a jiggling. Now you know way more about me than you ever wanted to know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so you can you can use your entire hand. Mm -hmm. You can focus just on the palm, just on your fingers, just on your fingertips. Yeah, and I've even a um, few times to to give a different sensation. Um, I, many of you know I ride a motorcycle. I I tend to have a love of the fingerless motorcycle gloves. Mm -hmm. Okay, and. I have put those on and, and spanked you with the motorcycle gloves on. Yeah, I find that sexy, not for the sensation. I could, I could care less about the sensation, but there's mm -hmm. something about, and I don't I don't know where this comes from for me, and I don't know that anybody else has a similar whatever, but when you are dressed and I am not, one, that's sexy, and I think that's kind of a thing that's kind of sexy for many people. But when you actually are putting on more clothes, like it's almost like a uniform kind of mm. deal, like your motorcycle gloves, that's, it's, it's a, I love to see you in your motorcycle gloves because it's a sexy thing. But now it's like the, your motorcycle gloves have become a tool of the scene yeah. and you're fully dressed and you're like putting them on like with now, see, that just gave me an idea, and, and like, I don't know why I had never thought of this sponsor. earlier, you know, get my jeans, my boots, my leather oh vest, my gloves. I, I'm sorry, I would just be a puddle before you even touched me. I'd be like, yes, whatever you want, daddy, yes. Yes, my motorcycle, daddy, you can have it. Oh, yeah, I've, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've long found the motorcycle get-up gear very sexy, especially on you. But, like, I like to watch people on their motorcycles, and they got, like, their jeans and their boots, and maybe they're wearing the leather chaps. Maybe they're not. They got their, I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, yeah, well, hello. Because I find motorcycles very sexy, though. So, I mean, it's a gigantic vibrator between your legs. Let's just be real. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, you're hitting, you're hitting some stuff for me. So, yeah, go, go ahead. But, no, I don't, I don't feel anything in that way. I know I feel something different. Mm -hmm. But it's not like I'm like, ooh, he's hitting me with motorcycle gloves. I'm like, oh, okay, it's not just his skin on skin. It's more of a softer thud. Kind of, yeah, yeah. But then depending on how the wear of your gloves especially since they're fingerless, I might feel the edge of the material. Mm -hmm. It's interesting. It's more of the look and aesthetic to me than the sensation of the gloves. But there are different gloves out there that are made specifically for sensation and that yes. can be used in spanking. So I'm thinking, mm -hmm. am I calling them the right thing? Vampire gloves? Yes. Um, and then there are other varieties of that and styles of that where either on the fingers or on the palm or both there might be spikes there might be ridges there might be something mm -hmm. that you put on over your hands and when you go to spank somebody with your hand they're also getting the sensation that's on that glove Correct. um we tried we received oh, forever ago a glove it just felt weird i think it was actually meant to be a masturbation glove we mm. couldn't even get it on either of us couldn't get it on our hand anyway so I, if I were going to look for a pair, I would look for a faux leather or leather, depending on if you are okay with leather yeah. or not. Um, and then 
probably some kind of firm, either hardware made of stainless steel or whatever, or like a hard silicone, but something that's gonna last and stand the impact, but that actually creates real feeling and it's gonna be comfortable mm -hmm. in the hand. But yeah, you can buy gloves for that too, to create more sure. sensation. Yeah. Um, so spanking is our jam, like we said, mm -hmm. and we've we probably touched on a lot of this in that episode, but it's 220 episodes ago, so it's okay. <laughs> so that is one way to experience uh, impact play. The next one, this list is arbitrary. When I was putting this, together this list yeah. for us, I was like, what can I think of? So these are not ranked anyway. The next one I call smacking, uh -huh. but I think there's different types of smacking. So the one I thought of when I typed this was face smacking. Yes. Totally my jam, not everybody's. It's a trigger no. for some people well, you to didn't, smack them in the you face. You did not know it was your no, I didn't. Your your jam at first. No, I didn't. Uh, and we we tread very softly into that. And you do want to be careful with it because um, something like that does have um, ramifications. Mm -hmm. You know, you you see in TV shows, you know, people getting you know face smacked and their head snaps, and and you really want to avoid that because you don't want to injure somebody's neck. Mm -hmm. You know, hitting somebody hard like that and snapping their their head, you can cause injury. That, that's one of the risks involved with that. Uh, one of the ways we kind of uh, worked our way into it was I would cup one cheek in in a hand, and then I would just kind of come up and start. Oh my God! Oh, and then melted. and then work my way up with intensity. And, oh, my eyes water because that felt so good. So here's the thing I'll <laughs> say about fa face smacking. Yes, it can hurt. And some of the sexiest moments during our sex life have been when you've smacked my cheek really hard. It's a sharp sting the way yeah. you've done it. And oh, yeah. But the way you just did it as a demonstration, hopefully the mic picked it up for podcast listeners. That didn't actually hurt at all. It's jarring. It's very personal and intimate because it's your face. It's like mm -hmm. the, the I mean, like you've given up all of the personal bubble when somebody's in your face like that. It's a thump. It's a tap. Now, could he make it hurt? Absolutely, he yeah. could. Um, cut my head, cut my neck, hold me steady and move your hand faster. And you'll definitely get more of a smack, slap, sting kind of yeah. um, sensation. But it's one of those things that you do it sometimes and not to hurt but literally to remind me of my place. And yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm reminded, hi, can my place be the bedroom now? <laughs> <laughs> and, and the thing is, it, it is an impact play, but it, for many people, it also crosses over a little bit into humiliation play. Yes, and that's, it hits on one of my kinks for that um, too. Because, you know, let, let's face it, you're getting up into somebody's personal space very closely. Yeah. You know, when yeah. you're smacking with someone like that. And and for many, I'm sure not all, but for many of us, face smacking is sort of one of those insults. Um, there's a word I want. Um, sort of things we find intolerant because it's so personal. Yeah. Um, but also it can be intolerant because it is a trigger because it comes with a lot of bad memories and bad tapes. And so not everybody is into it. Never assume mm -hmm. your partner is into any of this, quite frankly. Right. I mean, just never. Always ask first. But don't go into any relationship with anybody who says they're into impact play and assume that on the menu of options for them will be face smacking because right. it just it just won't be mm -hmm. for everybody. Um, 
people have different feelings about it. And, Absolutely. And some people won't know how they feel about it till it happens. Like there's just, mm -hmm. it's like any other kink. You don't always know. You think, well, maybe I'll try it. And then you're like, oh shit, get that the fuck away from me. Um, I yeah. love it. I, it makes me feel super small and submissive. It makes me absolutely remember my place. It's also an impact. So I'm like, mm. it touches on my humiliation kink because <laughs> of of the way it's like wait i have i have no autonomy anymore if you could come in and just smack my face and put air quotes around this that there's nothing i can do about it yes i can withdraw consent at any mm -hmm. time but um yeah i i love it so face smacking is like the the big one but then yep. there are other ways you smack and quite frankly you use a toy more than anything this yeah is the first time we're actually talking about a toy you use a slapstick, which is a toy you make, thekinkery.com. It's <laughs> shameless fucking plug. Uh, it's modeled after a paint stirrer that you could find at a home improvement store. Mm -hmm. Other people might use a ruler. They might use the yeah. paint stirrer thing that they picked up from the, the home improvement store, the paint store. Mm -hmm. um, it's something that allows for light kind of taps and you use it uh, to smack because that's the sensation it creates. Mm -hmm. Typically because it's long and thin and light. So yes, it can hurt, but it's it's not a necessarily a deeper pain most of the time. Yeah. You use it on my arms, use it on my yeah. chest, use it on my thighs. It's when you want to get some it, it, when you want somebody's attention. Hey. Which, hello. Can I say Hello? I think, ow. I think that's a good definition hello. of smacking. Yeah. Because when you smack my face. Even when it's sexy, kinky, fun times, you are looking to get my attention. Mm -hmm. It is an attention getter. I think yeah, it's true even with a, a swat on the butt because a quick smack on the ass is not mm -hmm. the same as a spanking, but it's a smack and it's an impact. Yeah. And that one, quite frankly, at least in our my experience, is almost more socially acceptable, at least in, in heterosexual relationships, because it's almost understood that a guy's gonna smack his wife or his girlfriend on the butt at some point, which I find that weird that it's kind, it seems like it's kind of a given. Mm -hmm. It shouldn't be kind of a given, unless such means more of us are into spankings than we're willing, willing to admit, to admit. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah. yeah, I'll be walking through the kitchen and sometimes with the back of your hand, sometimes with your palm, you'll smack my butt and nobody, there can be kids around, nobody bats an eye. We're like, oh, that's fun and teasy. Mm. So smacking gets attention. It conveys a feeling. Sometimes it's a playful right. feeling. Sometimes it's a, <clears throat> what do you think you're doing over there? Human person <laughs> right? that I'm going to hit some more. Um, you love to get me with a damn slapstick. Uh, when I might I might be a little extra sassy. Just just, a, just, just a tad bit, huh? Is that I, what you I feel like I'm falsely accused. You? Okay, you? My personality mm -hmm. is just... Mm -hmm. <laughs> I am not a brat, okay? Podcast <laughs> listeners, you can't see it, but you know. And I'm not a brat. I'm not willfully doing that. It's just it's an inherent natural part of who I am. I am uh, vibrant and larger than life, and I have opinions, okay? I'm just sassy. Anyway, but smacking. Um, would you say when you're smacking with your hand and not a tool, it's mostly your palm, or can it be your fingertips? Or uh, it it can be. It can be my fingertips sometimes, because I'll, I'll like... Hey. <laughs> yeah. See, it's the attention getter. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> what are you doing over there? Right? Nothing, Wake up. Nothing, Daddy. I'm sorry. I need coffee. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what I learned today is this entire episode is an excuse for you to hit me multiple times. <laughs> Consensually. Yeah. Uh, I'll have to age restrict this video on YouTube <laughs> later. And it won't be monetized. Um. So, yeah, face smacking, palm, 
full hand, fingers, fingertips, whatever part, uh, attention getter is how I would, mm-hmm. I would classify it. Yeah. Um, and yes, it can be all kinds of parts of the body. It can absolutely be the butt, as we mentioned, but you get my inner thighs, especially with that slapstick. Yeah. You'll get my inner thighs, you'll get my, my chest, um, you'll get... Um, the backs of my legs a lot. What other parts mm-hmm. do you smack? Um, let's see. I think that's kind of it. That's pretty much yeah. it. Yeah, but I think anywhere that that you can reach with your hand or a toy, that it's a just a quick. It's a quick tap. I mean, it can be hard or it can be soft, but it's quick. You might do it over and over again, but it's a different kind of intensity than with with a spanking or any other uh, form of impact play we're about to get into. Mm-hmm. Um, the next form is one yep. that we were taught by a kingster who used to be a friend of ours, uh, and we fell in love with. Oh yeah, and it actually rarely hurts, and when it hurts, it's usually because something went wrong, and that is punching. Yes, so, and it's and it's not you know. To say punching, it, it's a very... That sounds um, violent. <laughs> it, it sounds violent. You know, you think of the, the, the fights where, you know, yeah. uh, a fight club or what happens at fight club stays there. <laughs> no, it, it's not that, that kind of, of punching. Um, it's, it's a very... There, there are several ways to do it. One, you want to stay in, in muscles. Yeah. You, you don't want to hit on joints. You don't want to hit... Uh, where there's vital organs, yeah, you know, or or really on bones. But you know, you when you make your fist, you hit with the flat of your fingers. Oh, it feels like a deep tissue massage. And and there's there's two ways that I do it. Um, for those watching, you can see when I when I hit. So I leave my hand there, and I let the power of the punch go through. So podcast listeners, when it his fist makes impact on my body he leaves it there and pushes in right so yeah the energy keeps mm-hmm. going through and then there's just the quick you know hit and gone hit yeah and, and you pull your fist back right that one is actually i would classify that as more painful than the other way mm-hmm. uh, i love it when you go down my back on either side of on, my spine on each side of the spine that <sighs> that's yeah and I, then my um my just kind of do a quick thump 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 down and when you do it on my butt because yeah. that's that's a lot of fat and muscles there. So mm-hmm. that one will actually take, well, anything on my back, the back of my body, so including my butt, mm-hmm. that'll actually take my breath away. Um, the thing about punching that we have found for us is I'm in, unless like you just bliss me out and I'm like kind of floaty, <laughs> which doesn't happen very often, but it's really possible with that because it does feel like a massage. Yeah, I have to be in constant feedback with you because the aim is to strike with the flat of your fist between Correct. that bottom and that the two knuckles, like the two bottom knuckles of your of your fist. Mm-hmm. Um, and all it takes is for your fist to be off just a little bit, and I'm and, getting all and, knuckle. And you get knuckles, and that that. And hurts. I have to say something at that point. And. Um, no rings. Take you, you're doing that. I noticed the, you did that with your the, ring on. I was the, like, Ow. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Take your yeah. rings off. Take take the rings off. <laughs> Unless that's part of like your I, your yeah. masochist is like hit me with the ring. Okay, Un- fine. Unless you want it, but you know, especially if you have. Um, any kind of jewelry that's very sharp. Yes, because you know. then you could break the skin. And then right. And, and again, unless that's what you want, but you know, to to each their own. Um, but yeah, it's it's a good idea to have a cert, a basic understanding of where like the major muscle groups are. Mm-hmm. Um, when we were taught, the person who taught us literally brought out her anatomy and physiology book. She was a massage yes. therapist at the time, and she 
opened up the book to show a picture of like the muscle groups of the body front and back and went, okay, you see all these big pink muscle parts? You can hit here and stay here and don't go don't anywhere go else. There. You know, um, um, calves, mm -hmm. thighs. Yeah, you do okay. the backs of my thighs real good. That feels yeah. good too. You don't usually yeah. do the front of my body very much. No. Um, we we just don't tend to play that way, but mm -hmm. you could. I mean, the pectoral muscles are right. Might now, for, I I wonder if you have breasts that are like you know, uh, with mammary glands that are protruding. I would not enjoy that. <laughs> I'm just saying, I would not enjoy that. Okay, but somebody might. And also, if you don't have breasts in that way, uh, then maybe the pectoral muscle punching would feel yeah. good. You, it's like any other impact play, any other kink. You experiment with it, and mm -hmm. you experiment lightly and build up to the intensity until you're like, yeah, no, that's too much. Or, okay, that's the point that I don't like it. That's what I do like, whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's punching if if you're, what I would say is if you're not aware of like muscle groups in the body or you're unsure of where to safely hit, steer clear until somebody can show you to how to safely do it. We would never have thought to do it if somebody had not actually walked us through. Right. We, we got... It was unplanned. We didn't know we were getting it that day, but we got a free lesson mm -hmm. and then found a whole new way to play. Yeah. But I don't know that we would have done that otherwise because that would have been our fear of you accidentally punching the wrong spot. Right. When we say punching, we do not engage in punching in the face. Um, no. I certainly don't recommend that. I know there are some people who really like to play on the edge and they want to play that way. Correct. Uh, I'm not recommending it, mm -hmm. but I guess you do you just... just do as much risk assessment <laughs> as possible. Um, yeah. So um, punching is, you don't need anything for that. Your hands are it, okay? Yeah. And it is one you can do on yourself because if you can reach your thighs or some other muscle, maybe your, your pecs, you could do it to yourself and practice it, at least to see if you like the sensation. What I find when I'm, I'm not trying to punch myself, like, like right now I'm doing as an example, I, I have a hard time keeping the flat of my yeah fist my hand wants to tilt and then i get knuckles and i do not find knuckles hitting me pleasant no somebody else might and that's okay i i, I find for me i find it easiest to to give you a good hit um and and consistently mm -hmm. with with the flat of my yeah my that fist feels like the safest when anyway. when you're on a um saint andrew's cross yeah and a spanking bench Ooh, yeah the first time i ever experienced punching impact play it ended up being the day you learned how it was you and that kingster both of you going at it i was on the spanking bench yes i did hit subspace at that point because that was fucking delicious um and then there was one of the last times we went to a club it's been ages ago now um and i was on the spanking bench you started out punching and i was melting and i guess yes, that's not what you wanted the experience to be because you stopped and you went for something stingier and more intense and i was like but I was melting. I lulled you into a false sense of security <laughs> and then I woke your ass up. Well, part of it, it did not help that I was like, I was here for the deep tissue massage. What is happening? <laughs> and then the sadist came out and I was like, fuck, I should have kept my damn mouth shut. Okay. <laughs> so I don't know why I put this one ahead of the other, the next two we'll talk about. Mm -hmm. But I did because, okay. Caning. Yeah. Caning is not my favorite. Caning no, is, it's not. It's you, not. Is striking a person or yourself or somebody else with a toy, an instrument that is a thin, long, narrow 
rod. rod. And, and it can be made of any number of things um, from uh, rattan to bamboo to delrin. Which is to how we make them. Wooden dowels, you know, there's... And you can even bunch them together to have a bundle of long, narrow thin rods yeah i know you've you your very first toy you made that we've never marketed we don't have a bill for no. sale that's what you did yeah that one so here's what's weird that hurts like hell when you hit me with it i think mm -hmm. it was just wooden dowels right it was um but the a singular cane at least made of delrin hurts way the fuck worse to me yeah i'll take the bundle that's clap clap clapping against itself mm -hmm. it makes more noise than anything um the cane, if you've never felt the cane, I can only give you a description based on somebody who does not enjoy it, but tolerates it as a submissive. Um, it hurts like a motherfucker is my technical definition. Mm -hmm. But the the way the pain has, the way I feel the pain is one, it's very localized and narrow. So with a paddle or with a hand, the sensation is diffused across the entire area that strikes you. And that's true of a cane. Yeah. With a cane, it's so thin all of that strike and impact right. goes into a very narrow area and it just it almost to me burns like it burns into my body i feel it on the surface of my mm -hmm. skin i feel mm -hmm. it into my muscles i feel it all the way through my body and i don't like how it feels other people yeah. love it some people adore mm -hmm. the cane and i'm like mm, and the no. thinner the cane the more the pain. Yes, we don't market them as canes. We put keep them under sensation play. We have an, we have two canes that you can well. available through the cankery. Shameless plug. It's a quarter inch and a three eighths inch. The yes. quarter inch is they're equally painful to me, but the quarter inch is sharper because it's narrower. You're scared of that. I fucking hate that thing. Um, but also because it's so thin, it's bendy, and you can actually bend it back and oh, yeah. let it go, and so it's striking even faster, and it's striking at just like a single. A mm -hmm. part of the cane instead of the whole cane. Um, but also there's something called evil sticks. We are not the only people to make them. We did not invent these things, but evil sticks are a cane on steroids if being smaller could still be classified as on steroids because they're teeny tiny. We make them out of carbon rods. Carbon, carbon fiber. Right, yeah. and they're teeny tiny. So it's a smaller surface area that gets hit. But again, all of that pressure, all of that energy is concentrated into in one a spot. Very narrow line. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's a burning to me. I, I, I think other people might describe <laughs> it differently, but it is a burning. It does not actually burn my skin. It's just that's the closest. The sensation. Yeah, that's yeah. the closest word I can find to it. And oh, it, it'll bring tears to my eyes in a way that no paddle, no flogger, no hand, no nothing has ever done. Um. Yes, I said I don't like them, and yes, I said we still play with them. Uh, I can tolerate the cane because you, knowing how I feel about it, mm -hmm. only bring it out as like an exclamation point at the end. At the end of a scene, man, you're gonna make it count, though. Oh yeah. Oh, I'll scream from that because I I know you're only gonna take several swats from it. If that, um, it's it's not like we can do. Um, um, blah, I lost my train of thought. It, it's not like we with you that that you would take a entire caning scene right now you know and some people do some and, people, and there, that's some people do they they love that they love the marks that the cane leaves the oh, bruises yeah. and it will and and it will it can and it, it seriously will um so with you i know i i got at at the very end i got to make it count with those couple swats that i'm going to get in so the the thing about caning though 
is that we something we talked about at the very beginning. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be painful. You absolutely have a way of coming at me with a cane, usually to let me know it's in your hand in case I was not aware, and you'll tap. Yeah. And it's super light, and it is, maybe because of the weight of the canes we use, I don't know, it's a light thump. It's a tapping. It's mm-hmm. that tap, 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 tap. Yeah. Um, that's not a smack in the way that um, right. a slapstick or a ruler or a paint exactly. stick will do. Um, it is it is pleasant mm-hmm. in that way, but I know the way you play that I get a few pleasant little taps that are kind of yeah. thumpy and feel kind of thuddy and isn't that nice? Because that, that's exactly then, what it is. It, it's just a way to get, get the... But the longer you do it, now it's starting to hurt and I wanted to stop, please, and thank you. I... <laughs> that is... If you moved the cane up and down my body part, mm-hmm. I could endure that longer because it's that thud thump. Yeah. And it's being spread across a larger area. But when you do it the way Concentrate you just Concentrate on one spot. Then it only takes five or six taps. And I'm like, okay, now that's painful. Thanks. Yeah. Um, so canes are more versatile than I think people realize. Um, I have developed a love-hate relationship with the cane because (laughs) yes i get those few pleasant thuddy taps but i know that that means that it's been brought out for play and then eventually it's coming across my ass in a way that's gonna hurt like a motherfucker now the thing the thing with the canes because of that if i were to tell lovely little kayla here that she was going to be punished with a spanking You'd, I'm gonna you'd, go. You'd okay. Like, okay, bring it on. And I, I know you'd make it hurt. Yeah. But I'd be like, okay, let's do this. But if I told her she had a punishment coming at her with a cane, mm. that would be. I would be sick to my stomach over that. That I'd, would be a punishment. I'd be contemplating: is yeah. this a time to say for now? <laughs> <laughs> because that is that is not a sensation I enjoy. I can. Right. Yeah, it's one. It's one of those things that gets into a gray area of submission versus masochism. Mm-hmm. Um, and what does it mean to enthusiastically consent? Because I consent to it and I know I can withdraw my consent at any point. Mm-hmm. But I also know that if asked, this is not a sensation I want. But will I? It's one of those times I test my own endurance and I want to make sure you have something that you want that I don't like. But it's not so mm-hmm. awful to me that it hits a boundary. But see, that's the place that's I why. Go. But that's why opposed to a spanking, right. a caning would be exactly. a true punishment. Um, so yeah, canes can be really long. They can be kind of short. They can the thinner they are to me, the more painful they are. But I'm saying that as somebody who does not love it, <laughs> uh, cane enthusiasts will tell you they'll have different opinions yeah. of what makes oh, it yeah. good or not good. Um, where you hit a person with a cane, I would let cane experts give a better explanation. But in general, if you're brand new, stick to the butt, maybe the backs of the thighs because mm-hmm. those are large muscle areas. Correct. Uh, if you want to try something else, don't do it until you've like gone to a workshop, talk to somebody who's like is known for knowing what the hell they're doing. The, the risks are really great with that. With hitting in any sort of sensitive spot, but when you're new, stick to safe zones. The safest is the butt. Next safest would be back of the thighs, you'd say? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe even tops of the thighs, for sure. Like the leg area, those mm-hmm. big muscle groups. So, uh, But I would avoid the um, the shin bone. I can't oh, imagine yeah. that. Oh, one. yeah, 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 yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah, no. So if you're new. Again, like like any other kind of spanking, you, you know, you, you avoid 
joint, you bony areas, bony areas yeah. uh, you know, major organs, right, right, right. you know, that, that rule pretty much covers just about any form yeah, of impact I play. I think I've seen caning on the breasts before. Yes. Oh, um, yeah. Again, I would not start there as a beginner. Just, just don't, mm -hmm. just don't get, get a feel for it. Get, just don't. Once you're more experienced then you can do whatever. Mm -hmm. Next one is one of our favorites. Yeah. Flogging. Oh yeah. Flogging. Now, I did not put this on the list, but we're gonna do it anyway. You will often, if you're new to impact play and you're shopping on a retailer site and you're like, I wanna maybe try a flogger, they will call it a whip. It might in some way come under a classification as a whip. It's not a whip, it's a fucking flogger. A flogger <laughs> and a whip in my mind are different fucking things. So floggers, flogging, that's something on, on a handle of some sort. Right. The handle will vary with multiple strands known falls. as falls. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you are, t are more knowledgeable about flogging than I am, so take it away. Okay. Um, falls can be wide to thin. Um, they can be flat to pointed. Um, falls can have knots on the end. Which hurt like hell. <laughs> yeah. You know, there, there, there are many different forms of, of floggers. Um, um, I have a flogger made out of nylon, plastic nylon strips. Yeah, I don't like that one. Yeah, yeah, that's... Uh, I don't like that one at mm -hmm, all. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, what else can they be made of? Oh, um, gosh, they can be made of paracord, paracord leather, faux leather. leather. Mm-hmm. Um, PVC, am um, I thinking of that correctly? I don't, PVC, it's, it might not be PVC like the pipe, but like that kind of polymer kind of material. Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm, Basically no. anything you can make. I've read way too many toy product <laughs> descriptions over time. I think it's just, I think it's sometimes the fake leather pleather stuff. Um, yeah. If it is a material that can be cut into strips mm -hmm. or um, comes in long, floppy, flimsy, fabric-y kind of Light materials. poles, that's what I've seen. The, oh, the, the chain light poles. There's a me there are several versions of this meme going around where the flogger is actually um, cable plug-ins. Oh, but uh, I have seen people do cat, it. Cat five network cable, yeah, yes. I've seen people with, actually with, put with it together. The plugs on the end, yeah. So here's the thing about the uh, floggers of the world. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you're gonna see a flogger that looks cool as fuck and still be like, that's not touching me. Uh, just because you can make something a flogger doesn't mean it's going to be an effective flogger or it's going to be uh, have any universal appeal. Yeah. Um, in general, where would a beginner flogger start with in terms of material? Because there's also technique to um, consider. There's there's two floggers. One of the first floggers I bought um, was a suede mm -hmm. flogger. Mm -hmm. uh, very wide strips, uh, cut flat on the end. Um, it's been nicknamed the gentle giant. Yeah. You know the one I'm Until talking about. Until you decide about. to get mean with it. I mean, I yeah, it can be made to hurt, but for the most part... Um, it's like a it, deep tissue it, massage. It's like a heavy massage because mm -hmm. it's... it's uh, I don't remember the number of falls, but it is a very heavy Big flogger. wooden handles, like yeah. massive wooden handles. Mm -hmm. And um, the other one I have is actually a very small uh, deer hide mm -hmm. flogger, which is great for warming up. Yeah, it's you again, you can make it hurt, but even when you make it hurt, mm -hmm. it feels really good. Floggers in general, depending on the material and the way they're wielded, tend to offer a thuddy impact. So yeah. for people who prefer thud over sting or smack or that sharp kind of pain, 
floggers can be a great option. Um, I used to think that um, floggers were were thuddy toys and they were always thuddy. <laughs> and then somebody was like, I'm going to practice some of my different flogging techniques on you. And you sped up and changed the way you came at me with the floggers and they became stingy. Now, yeah. in general, that is either going to be based on the material, that vinyl strip one hurts like a motherfucker. <laughs> you can't make it gentle. It just isn't, yeah. the material won't allow it. The one you have that have the knots at the end, I don't know if you even still have it. Oh, we, I do. Okay, I fucking hate that one too. Those knots are stingy, they hurt. Um, but you can also start hitting with the um, flogger and if if you angle it at such a way that only the tips of the, the falls hit, it is a sting, it is not a thud. Um, now there are techniques to learn with flogging. We highly recommend videos, workshops, virtual courses, go learn, but you don't, the, the simplest technique you don't, you just need to see it a couple times and it's not, it's called throwing the falls or throwing the Yeah. It's just like a, you, you, you. No, no, no. I'm talking about the one where you kind of hold it back and you just let it go. Hold it back and just kind of flip them. You you hold the handle of the flogger and you flick your wrist Mm -hmm. forward so that the falls go forward and land on the, the body in right. front of you. Start with the back. Mm-hmm. It's a nice wide expansive area. And then depending on how fast or hard you flick with your wrist, it determines the level of the sensation as well as the right. material of the flogger. Um, floggers can be intimidating. There's something called Florentine, which is kind of a, I always think of the infinity symbol with the way, the figure eight, the way you yeah. do your wrist. That takes practice. That takes a lot of practice, mm-hmm. a lot of muscle memory. There are intricate ways to throw the falls of a flogger, to throw a flogger. Um, that, a lot of that, I think, comes from whip techniques, right? Yeah. Um, those things, take a class. Watch some videos. Get somebody that you know knows how to do it to show you some techniques. Like, don't, don't, you're not starting there because... It's not going to go right. Uh, what you don't want to do is act- accidentally hit your partner in the back of the head with the falls because no. you thought you were going to try a trick that you heard about on a podcast. Like, don't do that. Uh- <laughs> and what I what I like to do with you a lot of times to kind of get you going, I will take the, the flogger mm-hmm. and drape it over your shoulder and then slowly oh, it feels really draw, good. draw the, the falls along your back. And, yeah, for and some your sensation. Mm-hmm. Again, another example of where this kind of impact doesn't have to hurt. It can, but it doesn't have to. It all depends on the intensity and the right. technique you use to hit the other person and the materials. There are yeah. some materials it's going to hurt. Um, if you are a beginner and you buy your first flogger, look for a flogger with a good solid handle. You will find more advanced styles. There's one that you had that had the finger loops. Finger, finger flogger. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Watching you work on that, I was like, I'm frustrated for you. That doesn't even look fun because mm-hmm. it required a certain amount of coordination and balance and practice. Yeah. Um, any of these things require a certain level of practice to get good at it, but yeah. uh, flogging and we'll move on to the next one. Whips and whipping tend to require the most practice. Yeah. I just want to back up real sure. quick. Um, did leave one thing out mm-hmm. with, with the caning. Mm. Um, something else that they classify with canes a lot, um, crops, like riding crops. I was going to ask where crops fell in. Did they fall yeah. in whips or did they fall in canes? They, they kind of fall in... Because I, I would I put would, them with whips. I've seen them kind of classified more so with canes okay. because they're they're kind of, you know, a single rod. 
and uh, a lot of them have the the leather tips. Right, and that's what you're hitting end. with a crop. You're, you're hitting, hitting with the tip. Yeah. Crops are great beginner toys because it's just that one narrow spot. Mm -hmm. You can play lightly. You can play heavy. We Our crop actually came from a horse tack shop, actual right? We horse have a, tack an actual shop, yeah. crop, but you can find them. We did get a crop one time from a sex toy store. You hit me with it once. It broke in half. We went, I, I just, yeah. I just, just it, go to the it disintegrated. Store, it'll be fine. Yeah. Um, but you can get them anywhere. And they come in different styles. Yes. The dragon tongue, tail? Yeah. I can't remember which yeah. one it's ever either, called. Either or. It is um, long and narrow, like a crop, but at the end is, for us, it's leather, but you can find them with faux mm -hmm. leather. Um, it's like a triangle. So there's a tip Now, to now it. that technically is considered a whip. Would you consider that a whip? Yeah. See, I would put that in the crop category. See? See how these <laughs> things go? But let's talk about whipping, and we'll yeah. end on our favorite, our second favorite mm -hmm. whip toys. But let's talk about whipping for a second, because... If you classify dragon tails, tongues, mm -hmm. and or crops and things like that as a whip, then that's the beginner level. It's really easy. You, you hold it and you tap at a person's right. body with it and create sensation. And they, they and even on those, they have a variation of sizes. Sure. Um, they, small, they have yeah. longer to just a, a little handheld, you know, a shorter one, uh, probably about eight eight inches if that right those um, are super easy and great yeah. for beginners especially if you want a toy that can create that sharp stinging sensation mm -hmm. but then we get into other kinds of whips and the only one that comes to my mind is the single tail but there's mm -hmm. what other kinds of whips are there well there's there's different types of uh whips is a broad variety uh yeah. the, the first two that come to my mind uh, i think that are used most often especially in the dungeons which are your sh smaller whips because, you know, for this kind of thing, um, bull whips just ain't going to do it <laughs> um, because, you know, they're just too big. Um, and, and I've heard some, some whip masters talk about that, you know, you know yeah, these people think they're going to use a bull whip and, and be accurate. You know, it's not going to happen. Well, let's stop here. Whipping in general, these kinds of whips we're talking about, please don't even come close to attempting them till you go to minimum of one mm -hmm. class more than that please and do practice, and practice on your own not on a human body don't right. practice on a person the first time yeah. you hold a damn whip please um, don't the way they they taught us to practice it at the workshops uh you take a piece of paper hang a piece of paper from a clothesline or something and you, and you just keep working at it um i know i'm going to cause um some littles to gasp but um Stuffies. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that way you're kind of aiming at a body-ish I, 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 I was at um, the woodshed for, for a, a rope demonstration. They had a big stuffy. A rope demonstration or a whipping demonstration? Whipping. Okay. Okay. But the thing is, is you practice on inanimate objects yeah. first. You tore up one of our canvas tote bags with your whip practice. Yeah, so I did. So whipping... It's kind of two parts depending on the whip you have. There's mm -hmm. the sensation, which is a very small tip or end or piece of mm -hmm. material hitting the flesh. It is very, very stingy, sharp, burning. If you love stingy, you might like whips. If you don't, yeah. I because endured it's it. So... For, oh, it's pinpointed. Yeah. And it's fast and it's it's a burning sensation, but it's more of a surface level burn. Mm -hmm. um, I endured it for you because I wanted to see how I felt about it. I was really scared. The other yeah. part of whipping, depending on the kind of whip you use, is the sound. There's that crack. Yeah. The cracking is cool, but the crack is not where the sensation is. No. The crack is great for mind fucks, though. Yeah. The, the, Ooh, the, the crack the, is good the for crack mind The crack is, is good for the, um, you know, 
kind of working up the mind a little bit. Yeah. But, uh, you know, stepping back, the, the two kind of whips that come to my mind most commonly used for this um, is the signal whip or the snake whip. Mm, okay. Um, they generally run about three to four foot in length. Gotcha. And uh, they can be made out of anything from leather to paracord. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We have a, we have, we have one whip. Mm-hmm. Paracord? Paracord. Right. Okay, okay. I was like, how many yeah. whips do we have? We have one. We, we just have the one. And it was it was gifted to us as a wedding present. It was. It was. <laughs> yes. Kinky friends are the best friends. Mm-hmm. Um, And you didn't touch it for a long time. No. Never even came at it with me. Then you started going to workshops. You went to several workshops. Yep. Then you actually worked with a close kinky friend who loves to throw the whip. Yes, Which yes, is yes, yes, an yes. expression I hear most often mm-hmm. when referring to whips, throwing the whip. And she gave you lessons in our backyard mm-hmm. at least once, maybe twice. Several times. Yeah. Okay. And then with her and then when she wasn't around, you would practice in the backyard on a tree, on a t-shirt, on, leaves, on yeah. mm-hmm. whatever. And you would practice for weeks. Oh, yeah. Before you were like, hey, can we try this? Mm-hmm. And it was one of those things because I didn't, I was scared of the whip. I know I don't like sharp stinging pain. I don't, yeah. I don't like that sensation, but I was curious and I knew you needed practice on a person. Um, I was like, sure, we can try this. It was one of those things we've talked about when we talk about trying new kinks. We talk about all the time where we say, as a bottom, as a submissive, this is not the time to go, oh, I love this. This is the time to give feedback. So you yeah. you would, because you were still practicing your accuracy, I would say, didn't land, didn't land. Or I'd go, oh, that landed. <laughs> yes. And then um, <laughs> you got into a good rhythm with it, which I find mm-hmm. with the whip and with flogging, if you can get into that rhythm, you can find some consistency Correct. with how it lands. Um and that takes practice and muscle memory as well. Mm-hmm. The rhythm is where I became unbearable for me because you were every one was landing and they were mostly landing where you meant for them to. Um, you told me when we started, I'm gonna I'm aiming for your back and shoulders. That's all I'm trying to hit. So when you would hit lower than that, you never hit higher. But when you mm-hmm. would hit lower than that, I would be like, ah, oh, that's my leg. Ah, oh, that's my butt. So that you knew right. how it was going. Um, and that. I would not call that a scene. I guess you could maybe hmm. classify that way. It was more of a feedback session. What we learned from that was that that's not my favorite either. No, it's but not. But like caning, I will do it f- for you because I know you're enjoying mm-hmm. it. And it's not so unbearable to me that we've just crossed a limit. Right. So whipping is advanced level in for the most part again if you use a dragon we still can't decide is it a dragon tail is it a dragon tongue i've heard both i think crops should come under whips quite frankly um those kinds of things super easy super beginner friendly great for just being smacky and stingy and like sort of annoying the fuck out of your bottom like look (laughs) you once had me literally rolling back and forth on the floor while you hit me over with that dragon toy yes i did and it was great because it was long enough that you could stand back away from me, but the the material that actually hits the body is a, a like a 
flexible. It was leather for us, yeah. flexible. And so you could get in. It's narrow at the end, so you could get into all kinds of spots. You were hitting my chest. You were hitting my thighs. You were hitting my back. I've like, it, and as I'm rolling, you're like, oh, there's another spot, and you mm-hmm. torture device. Yeah, but it doesn't. You're trying to get away, and you're just opening up more spots for me to. Right, but it's not like you have to go to a training class for one of those. Whereas if you're like, ooh, uh. A single tail whip. That sounds cool. I want to make that cracky noise. Hmm. Um, you're going to need training for that. You yeah. don't come at somebody without some training. Um, and for people who are like, will I like the whip? I don't know. But I can tell you it is sharp. It is stinging. It is a burning. It's that kind of sensation. And it leaves some. Uh... It d- you actually broke my skin. Yeah. Yeah. Which I didn't mind. I was like, wow. But I also was very cognizant at that point of the intensity of that Mm -hmm. because we don't play to break my skin on purpose. Right. And we play with um, other other than the cane. We tend to play with toys that um, spread across a larger area. And so you'd really have to be going hard to break my skin with that. But that you could and and you actually did. It was a little bit of a a badge of honor. I was like, look at my welt right there. You know. But yeah, and also I would say with a whip, if you like marks and stuff like that and those sensations, then yes, but definitely get training before you try and hit anybody with it. Um, And then we'll end. I don't think it's the only impact play, but it's the only impact play I could think of Mm -hmm. on this list. We'll end with our favorite. It's paddling. I think of paddling as just another level of spanking. Pretty much, yeah. Because it's essentially everything that you can do with a spanking, but you use... A toy. A toy. That is paddle-shaped, which paddle-shaped is a very loose term because mm. lots of things can be paddle-shaped. Spatulas work well. To, to think about, well, what's paddle-shaped? You have some kind of handle that's narrow enough to fit in the palm of your hand that moves up at cert- some level of length to a wider section, and that's the part mm-hmm. you hit your partner with or you are hit with. Um, we Yes, you absolutely can use items from around your house. Spatulas, wooden spoons, um technically rulers and even the slapstick that we mm-hmm. referenced earlier can be is a type of paddle even sure. though it doesn't widen at the end it's just got a space that can land on and make an impact on the body <laughs> um, but the classic paddle is the narrow handle wider area for the banking smacking hitting part um, paddles, like every other toy, can come in a wide variety of materials uh, at thekinkery.com. Shameless plug. Uh, we make wooden paddles for right now. We'll be adding to our repertoire mm-hmm. soon. But uh, we once had a paddle made of recycled rubber, if yes. I recall. That mm-hmm. thing hurt. Um, still we, have it. Do we still, we oh, still yeah. play with it. Um, we've had paddles made. My favorite paddle, I did not think I would like it, but oh my God, the inner core of the paddle is wood. And then it's got leather. Oh, and a me- metal and wood. No, the inner core is is was, is metal. I thought it was wood. Why did I think it was wood? The, the handle is wood. wood. That's what I thought. The inner, the core, inner is core is metal. Um, think like a tin metal. It's it's flexible. Mm-hmm. And then that is covered with a, a leather material. Oh, it feels so good. I fucking love mm-hmm. that thing. Um, what other materials have our paddles been made of? Um... Of course, we've used we have we don't have a silicone paddle though. I know they make them. Correct. I, w- I would love to try a silicone paddle, but we don't have one mm-hmm. yet. We haven't gotten that far. Um, but because we've used kitchen utensils, we've used uh, the metal of like a spoon that might be metal, but we've also right. used silicone. Um, silicone spatulas. Yeah. Um, <coughs> we have a electric paddle. We do. Um, what's the material? 
Um, it, it's like a, a electrostim, yeah, yeah. Electrostim, thank you. Um, it's like a leather, and then it's got metal strips. And that's the conductor that part, That right? conducts, yeah. Oh, that feels good. That's like a vibrator for your yeah. butt, y'all. That's the only way I know how to describe that. It feels amazing. And the way we like to play with that, one side of the, the paddle is just a, a flat paddle. And, you know, you, you give a few good whacks, and then you flip it over, and you slide across the skin. And you have to skin. put conductor gel on your yeah. skin to avoid being burned. Um, oh God, it's like a vibrator for your butt. And I don't mean like a yeah. butt plug vibrator. I mean, the big fluffy squidgy muscles mm -hmm. of my butt are vibrating and it feels so good. <laughs> I mean, paddle, paddles can come in all shapes and sizes. Yeah. Um, in terms of sensation, if you're like, what will this thing feel like? In general, and there are exceptions because material matters, mm -hmm. heavier, thicker paddles will be thuddier than smaller, lighter paddles. But this is where material matters. We've got some wooden paddles that we make that have a decent thud, but I'll go, that's kind of smacky because I, I feel this the sensation mm -hmm. first on the outside of my butt like a smack. And it can have a little bit of a sharp sting to it. <clears throat> Whereas that metal wrapped in leather um, paddle yeah. that I love um, from, I don't think they call themselves any, this anymore, Lodbrock. I don't even think they sell it anymore, no. which just makes no, me very sad. Don't. Um, <clears throat> that one, I was afraid of it because it was light and thin and it's got the best, it's not a deep thud, but it's a satisfying smacky thud. I'm yeah. like, he, you can go really hard with that. I can. You swing back like a baseball player mm -hmm. and I'm like, give it to me. Right? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it, it can be deceptive and it's one of those things, you know, you have to try, try them out to kind of see how they feel and, and. You know, go from there. And we'll give a quick breakdown here, but we are going to do a video in the next couple of weeks showing this in video, which will definitely have to be age restricted. But <laughs> to pick any impact play toy, but we use paddles as the biggest example, and you're buying one. Um, one of the ways to test is you hold out your forearm and you smack it against your forearm, not with full strength at first, you kind of mm -hmm. work up to it. And that gives you kind of an idea of what dealing it's going to feel like. Yeah. Smacky, mm -hmm. thuddy, deep, sharp. What is it? What is it? Um, and that and goes for anything. I mean, you know, you can try a few flicks from a flogger, flogger crops, you know, yeah, props, canes, the, any of that, you know, you, the you whip is probably the only one you can't only do one that with. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, one, hard to... that one just hurts like fire on your back. Okay. <laughs> I can just tell you that one. <laughs> So I was gonna, we were gonna separately talk about toys we use, but we kind of have just encompassed that in the different ways to explore impact yeah. play. Y'all, this is a lot of information, which I think is also part of why we never really did this episode, because mm -hmm. there's a lot to impact play. Yeah. Um, the bottom line I would say with regards to toys, toys are not required no. for the vast majority of impact play. Your hands and stuff you have around your house or things you can buy at a Dollar Tree, perfectly fine if you are one on a budget the, you don't have to buy yeah, anything. One, of, one of the one of the old munches we used to go to our our, our original munch uh the west pasco at at that time they had a challenge mm. prior to the munch uh, go to dollar tree dollar general any of these little dollar stores and and find a a cheap toy mm -hmm. that you can pervert and make into a pervertible mm -hmm. and use. And and it was actually kind mm -hmm. of fun. People would come come in, you know, to the munch with some neat, 
interesting finds that they you know could dig up at the at the Dollar Tree Dollar Store or any of those places. Yeah. Creating pervertibles for yourself is a whole creative endeavor. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. The, our first toys before we ever thought there would be a thing like the kinkery. Well, before we ever thought you just made in the garage that yeah, first. I, just made. I don't remember what we even called it, but the the dowels that were the cane, but they were the bundle of oh, three dowels. I, I called it the triple threat. The triple threat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you literally just went to the store bought the dowels you stained them a pretty color mm-hmm. you bought rubber stuff and created a rubberized handle yeah at, you spent maybe five dollars mm-hmm. to make this thing so yeah. if you're crafty and creative and have a little budget you can make your own shit just be careful and, and do some research on materials and how they might feel and how they might react yeah. to stuff but you don't even need that the cool thing about impact play is if you can use your hands or some part of a body. Like you, you've got it. You've got all the tools you need. Mm-hmm. With regards to toys, and I'm going to say this, knowing that we do not offer cheap anything. You can find perfectly good stuff for cheap at a sex toy retailer, but also you can invest in your kinky toys. Um, and, and spend a lot. We were looking at whips at one point and beautiful whips made from reputable makers could be as much as $140, sometimes yeah. more, sometimes quite frankly, more. depending on what there, it's made there, of. How big there it is. is a lot. Whip making <clears throat> is an art. As is all of it, yeah. quite frankly. But yes, whip making is definitely an art. So if you decide you want to spend money, do not feel bad if you have to buy the cheap, if all you can afford is the cheapest thing. You can still get some pleasure out of some cheap things. Read reviews. Mm-hmm. I tend to be skeptical of sex toy, like the big, almost like big box sex toy retailers that happen to have a kink section, but really they're focused on dildos and vibrators because you tend to come across cheapy stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, not all, that's not always true, but you tend to. Um, so if you have a limited budget and you want it to last a long time, then sometimes instead of buying multiple pieces, you buy one thing at a time that you hope will last. Um, if you're looking for a larger retailer, and I'll say this is a place that's got our own store, I don't mind sending people to other places if they're gonna mm-hmm. find what they want. The Stockroom, stockroom.com, um, they sell both sex toys and a lot of BDSM gear and they sell some good BDSM gear. Do they also yeah. sell the cheap stuff that will fall apart? Sure, sure. But they sell some good stuff. So go with free if you don't have a budget. Go with mm-hmm. DIY if you've got a small budget and you want to make something. And then once you start buying, think about what's important to you, right? Like it's okay if you can't spend a lot of money on a toy. Mm-hmm. Some people can, some people can't. It's okay. Um, if you're just trying to make your dollars stretch a little bit more, you can start with less expensive stuff and hopefully eventually work up to buying those investment yeah. pieces. Um, it's it's okay however you do that. If you never buy a toy, that's okay. That's okay. Yeah. And I just wanted to say, um, Ignixia joined us in the chat. Hi, Hi Ignixia. And she kind of clarified the thing on the tails and tongues. Ah, okay, thank okay, you. Okay, so they are a, a dragon tail and dragon tongue are See, two separate things. I knew I had heard of them okay. as separate things. So the tails thank are you. usually three to four foot long. So what we have is a dragon tail. Okay. And the tongues are shorter, usually gotcha. up to two foot. Okay. Okay, so that that kind of clarifies you. It'll that. It'll be labeled and, if you go buy in it. Okay. Yeah, and and thank you for that. That. Appreciate it. Um, if you're like, where can I buy? So part of, we like to recommend if you're new to toys, try to buy them in person. 
y'all were still in a plague, regardless of what the news mm -hmm. tries to tell us. So that might be more difficult than it used to be. Yeah. Um, so if you can't do that and you're buying online, right. reviews are your I mean, if you, if you live in an area <laughs> that, that has a, 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 you know, local club, um, That's dungeon, what I was going to say, yes. Um, you know, look to see if they have a a kinky craft fair or just a um, store the or, or has just a store wood woodstead has wood wood the woodshed has a storefront where you can go in and and they sell a plethora of different toys yeah. so if you go there and you know you you maybe you're traveling you didn't bring something <coughs> you can go in there and and buy toys most dungeons do um i'm okay um, sometimes they hold craft fairs, kinky craft fairs, several times a year. If you can get to a kinky convention in a safe way, mm -hmm. I'm thinking here in Florida of uh, Florida Power Exchanges coming up in September. There are others. There's Beyond oh, Leather. There's, right. There's Those, lots of different things like that. Whether you're traveling or they're local to you, as mm -hmm. long as it's safe, hi, the plague is still here. Um, then you can physically touch things and you're then right. shopping from vendors. If you can't do that, and that's not available to everybody who even wants to buy something, let me go back to what I said originally, you don't have to buy anything to have a great impact play experience. If you do want to shop, pay attention to the reviews. The best reviews will tell you the quality of the product when they got it and the sensation mm -hmm. that they felt because a toy can be an amazing toy, but if it does not give the person on the other who tried it those sensation they like, they're not going to love that toy. It doesn't make right. it a bad toy. So definitely read reviews. If you buy kinky toys, I say this as both a person who relies on reviews and also a person who begs for them over at the kinkery. When you buy a kink toy after you've tried it, please leave a review if you can. That would be so super helpful because that's how we get our information when we can't physically hold right. these products. Um, if you do go to, let's say your local dungeon, if you have access to that, or maybe there's a, a fair, a vendor market, a something, um, and you're not sure how a thing is used or what to do with it, ask somebody there. <clears throat> the vendor selling the product should be able to fully explain how to use it. Mm -hmm. If you're at the dungeon and it's just their little storefront and they've got somebody maybe working the front desk or there to help, ask, do you know how this works? Who can I ask? And that's a great way to get some information about that product, how to use it. Do you need to go to a special class? Hi, the single tail mm -hmm. whip, please go to a class. Um, <clears throat> and those are good ways to get those toys, but don't need them at all. So if you don't have the money, don't worry about it. If you're not mm -hmm. interested, don't worry about it. And if you're like JB and have your own fucking garage slash shop, you can make your own shit if right. you'd rather. There's <laughs> nothing wrong with that. So, um, all right. That was, this was a long episode for yeah, just the topic. I knew that. I knew that. I knew that. And some of this we might have actually covered in the spanking one because there's a lot of overlap with yeah. spanking and all the mm -hmm. other impact play. Um, mostly. I wanted to be able to say we'd kind of given a bit of an overview, mm -hmm. but because this is such a big topic, we <laughs> could come back to it and not even talk about techniques and talk about some other aspect of impact play. Yeah. So just know if you're interested, great. There's a lot to explore. There's a lot of ways to play with impact play. You don't have to do what everybody's doing. You can stick with spanking, never do anything else. Mm -hmm. You can try something else and never do any of the others. It's all impact play. Consent yeah. always matters of both parties, as does feedback. No, you do not have to be a masochist to be into impact play. You can just modify how you play when you're not a masochist. Yeah. Um, and yeah, toys are great, but they're not required. So there we go. Yeah.
we will have a bonus section. Uh-huh. Uh, but I think we've said as much as we need to say today about yeah. Impact Play. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. All right. <clears throat> so are we good? I think so. All right. Keep, Keep it, it kinky, kinky, y'all. And we'll see you next week. Yes, baby girl. Daddy. Yes, baby girl. Can I talk to the crickets, please? Go ahead. Thank I, you. Go talk to the crickets. Uh, Ignixia mentioned in the um, live stream chat here on mm-hmm. YouTube a very important thing. Because toys that you're buying in-store get touched by so many people, please clean them <laughs> before you use them. Especially with the plague. In general, clean them. Um, the material you of your toy will determine mm-hmm. how you clean them. Most of them can at least be wiped down with, like, a sex toy wipe or yeah. a damp cloth or something like that. But yeah, yeah, that's good advice as well. So <clears throat> what have we got for bonus section? Um, the power stayed on and uh, I feel like I have, we haven't looked at radar in over an hour clearly, but I think we're kind of out of the worst. It's raining again. Well, yeah, but that's just our life right now. It's been raining every flipping day around yeah, here. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I, it's um, mostly moved. We're we're just getting some of the uh, back end of the rain now. Yeah. Can we have the fan on? It's not really hot, but I'm hot. Warmish. Apparently, I just run at a hotter temperature than you. I'm hot. Okay. I have sweat on my brow. Fan is on. And on, and on my nose. Not because you've been the... talking so much for the last. Uh... And I get super excited about the topic. True. I can't decide if I love it when we have a very narrow topic or mm. when we try and wrap our arms around a big one. I don't know. I feel like we're way more chaotic when it's a bigger topic because yeah, there's so much be. to say. Era, yeah. So yeah. much to say. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Uh, Lola has been laying down next to me uh, by my feet here by the desk where we record uh, for most of the episode. The episode, yeah. I think she was snoring for a little bit, but she's like just chilling now. And... Onyx cuddle, keeps cuddling up to me in the middle of the night, which is lovely. But this morning when I really did not want to get out of bed, OMG, she uh, allowed me to stay there longer by demanding love and affection and then curling <laughs> up next to me in the bed. And I was like, oh, uh, Ella, no, it's not doing any of that. If she gives you any attention, it's to let you know you should be feeding her right now. So <laughs> Ella's still banned from our bedroom at night. She is and, and doesn't really like she comes into our bedroom during the day, but only if we're not there and only to lay on your pillow to get yes. all of her hair all over it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So the fur babies are good. Yeah. Um, what else? I worked your butt off in the shop the other day. You did. You also worked my butt off uh, in the shop last Friday. Yeah. But we cleaned the garage out because we're getting a new workbench this mm-hmm. Saturday, a free one. Thank God. It's massive. I can't wait. Um, and then, yeah, we did a whole bunch of stuff yesterday mm-hmm. in the shop. Speaking of paddles and impact play. <laughs> yeah. You, uh, you, you helped me do some resin pours. Mm-hmm. We did some pretty and, colors. And then after that, um, I had to put a new blade on the big bandsaw. Mm-hmm. That scared and me to watch you, you do that. You, you helped me with that. And, uh, we got that all set up and we had, uh, some... Uh, boards that I had cut on the big saw and then needed to be cut down to size and you helped with that I know I helped you mill and sand wood yeah and then, and then was sneezing and coughing all afternoon because I had yeah. sawdust up my notes 
Yeah. But yeah, we uh, we've got stacks of wood that you need to do something with. <laughs> even even though we were technically out in the open, I still should have had you wear a mask. But yeah, uh, yeah, probably, but whatever. Bad. I'll be okay. Um, but yeah, we did. We were we were out there all morning, and mm -hmm. it was hot. And by the time we came inside, I was like, I'm only doing a little bit of work on the computer and then I'm done for the day. Yeah. I, I get it. I get why you go, like you go out early in the morning and you stay out there till lunchtime and then you're like, fuck it. I'm done for the day. Cause yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. no, no, I'm done. So yeah, we prepped a lot of paddles. Mm -hmm. Um, we've been, uh, hmm, we've been barreling towards the 15 year old 16th birthday, yes. uh, which means a lot of driving practice. Mm -hmm. Um, we think we're gonna let him attempt to get his license on his, not on his birthday, it's gotta be a couple days after his birthday because of when he got his learner's permit. But um, yeah, we think that will be happening right. soon. So we don't know if it, we, we are pretty impressed with the way he drives with us, but one, as somebody who was super nervous when I took my driver's test, I know that sometimes nerves can get the best of you. Yeah. And two, we're trying to help him get the fundamentals. They give you a list on the Florida DMV mm -hmm. website of here are the things we're testing for your driver's test. So we're trying to make sure he can do all those fundamentals, but it's like, mm, will this be enough practice? Yeah. So you took him out for a driving lesson last night and I'm sitting on the couch and next thing I know, they, they, I can see out the front window, they go past, I'm like, oh, they're home. And then I see the car go the other way and then it backed up and then it pulled forward and it back. I was like, oh, mm -hmm. they're practicing backing up 50 feet. Yeah. <laughs> last, last, last night, kind of the focus was on uh, doing three point turns mm -hmm. and um, you have to also be able to back your car up without using the rear or side mirrors. Yeah. Basically you have to look over your shoulder and back up straight uh, for about 50 feet so we were we were working on those two things yesterday afternoon when we went out yeah, yeah. so it's possible by the end of this month we'll mm -hmm. have a, another mm -hmm. driver in the house which is yeah. freaking me out also and i did not mention this at the top except for podcast listeners because i had to tease you a little bit but just so you'll know next monday no 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 i'm thinking of the 16 year old aren't i no. Yeah, next Monday. Stop. Yes, next Monday. I know your birthday. You try to make me think I'd forgotten your birthday and gotten it messed up with my kid. What the hell? Man? Yes, next Monday, July 12th. Stop hitting me. <laughs> I'm supposed to hit you. We can hit each other and it'll just be a mutual kink or whatever. Monday, July 12th, somebody has a birthday. We won't be, like, recording anything that day, so we won't, like, be in this space with you on his birthday. May I tell them? How old you're going to be? Think of all the spanks you are going to I get. I know. I get. So yeah, we do. Uh, we do birthday spankings. I receive them. Another fun way to play with impact play. Um, mm. uh, yeah, I, I get your age and then one to grow on. Uh, fuck, your arm's gonna be tired. <laughs> uh, may I tell them? Go ahead. He's going to be 60, y'all, and we're in the middle of a plague, and we're broke right now, and so we can't do it up big, and I feel like shit, but you're going to be 60. Yeah. And even though you keep acting like it's like this death knell of, oh, no, I'm entering another decade. Uh -huh. and I'm like, dude, you're the reason I can't even say, like, in any level of seriousness, 60 is not fucking old. I'm looking at you like, no, you're not old. Older? Sure. You're not decrepit. Even your dad, who's like, what, in his 80s? Yeah. So like 84, 85, he's, yeah. I mean, he yes, 84, 85 is old, but he's, <laughs> to me, not old He's because he's just so damn active. Yeah. Plus, we're going out of this life like Thelma and Louise, so I'm sorry, you've got at <laughs> least another 20, 25 years to go. 30, 
35, 40 would make me happy. I'll take another 40 years. Oh, Thank you. <laughs> Look, just I'm just going to... prop me in the damn corner exactly, at that point. I'm going to prop you in the corner. <laughs> I'll feed and water you as necessary. I'll push your um, chair right. around. You'll be fine. <laughs> and so, I mean, yes, there is a hangout on the Friday before his birthday, so we can all tease him then as well. So, yeah. I, tr I couldn't... I couldn't order the cake he wanted. It's this keto peanut butter cake. There's a, there's a, it's not a keto bakery, but it's a bakery that does keto stuff. They do keto, paleo, and, and uh, gluten Just sugar-free, gluten, yeah. like vegan, all kinds of stuff. Like all the specialty stuff that the average bakery just doesn't cater to. And they have a whole rest, uh, menu of keto recipe, like baked goods kind of thing. And you had one thing you wanted. And I went to order it. And they're like, oh, we're on vacation that week. Yeah. And the, the earliest we could have an order ready for you would be, like, July 20th. I was like, mm -hmm. wrong birthday. That's the, the almost 16-year-old's birthday. Like, he does not want a keto birthday cake. This one does. The 60-year-old does. So I'm like, I can't, I can't get you your keto cake. It was the only thing you asked for. We, I hope we'll go out or we'll order something nice in. I don't know which. Yeah. We'll do that. But it's like, I can't really throw you, like, a party because... One, I'm not the party throwing kind, um, but two, uh, what? So yeah, I'm just trying to be really supportive and and make sure it's a great day. Mm, excuse me. But you, yeah, you've kind of had a mental like thing about it, so I'm mostly yeah. just trying to keep you cheered up. It's and tell it's, you you're not it's old. Kind, it's kind of weird. I I had a tough time when I turned thirty, and every birthday since thirty has not been a. Uh, a problem but something about 60, 60. it's that 30 year uh yeah yeah you're like oh god 30 was old now i'm twice as old yeah. ah, how do i do it well i think you know 30 part of it was you know I, I grew up in that hippie mentality you know don't trust anybody over 30 you know it's like i'm turning 30 i can't trust myself anymore well i've seen <laughs> i've seen what you've done with your life since you turned 30 and you're definitely a deviant i mean quite frankly i find the deviants more trustworthy than the non-deviants but whatever uh <laughs> and yes to the folks asking can't you bake a keto cake i could but part of the fun was these are way better than anything I was ever going to make. <laughs> we'll figure it out. He will have a celebration. But I was just sad. It was the one thing you asked for. Yeah. I was like, I can't fucking give you the one thing you asked for. And and thank you for the birthday wish, wish list. And a happy early birthday to you, too. Yeah, I, we're a family of uh, cancers Summer, yeah. in this fucking house. Mm. Um, if I go by the records on Lola's paperwork, She's, they gave her a July birthday. I think that's based on the day they found her. I don't care. July, I think 11th, actually, if yeah. I'm remembering correctly. You, mm -hmm. the 15-year-old, mm -hmm. my aunt. Oh, and she, if, for those who are like, I know about the Zodiac. She's a cancer in the truest sense. OMG, the amount of texts I've gotten about this storm that was not a storm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we've got so many cancers in this house. And what's so funny is that two of the cancers are a lot alike, but neither one sees it or wants to admit it, but they can't understand why the butt heads all the time. <laughs> and I'll just keep my Scorpio ass over here staring at both of them with a knowing look. Mm-hmm. So, mm. yeah. Um, that's about it. I just yeah. wanted to make sure I said something about your birthday because mm, I feel like yeah, your birthday is important, I, even I though you would like to ignore it. Yeah, I know. Uh, we I can't know. do as much this year as I w might have liked, but I know. It, well, it's fine. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. It's, it's, this is fine. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I think that's plenty from us. Yeah. We'll yeah. be back Friday night for the uh, YouTube virtual munch live stream thing. Mm-hmm. And then uh, next week with another podcast. So yeah. there's plenty. But yeah, we're. Yeah, yeah we're just we're just. By the time along. we are back next week for another episode, you will officially be 60 is all I'm saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All I care about is the senior menu. You never order off the I know I don't. Or take advantage of senior discounts. You've been eligible for those for five years. I know. Like, why aren't you t- getting your 10% like all the other cranky old people around here? They will knock a bitch down. I know. I used to work retail on the day that that particular store called Senior Tuesday. I've seen some shit old people will do to get their fucking discount. It is appalling. Like, they have no oh, yeah. more manners. <laughs> I, I, this one time in Hungry Howie's, <laughs> um, used to have years, years and years ago, back when I lived in uh, Pasco County, there was a Hungry Howie's. You could actually go in and sit, mm. and they had a pizza bar. And Monday nights were when they had the uh, special. And the old folks would go in there because, you know, it was such a good deal. They will knock your ass out. Yeah, they would. They discount. I, I mean, I've seen old people fight over costume jewelry. They 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 put a new pizza out, man. Just, if you if you're not ready, I mean, they literally elbow you elbow out of the me way. out of the way. I know they do it at Christmas like Christmas time, Senior Tuesday discount, mm-hmm. Tuesday, whatever, where it was fifteen percent instead of ten percent. Please yeah. just don't let either of us ever become those old people. No, there no, ain't nothing I want in a store or restaurant Mm-mm. so damn bad I will knock somebody out right. to get it. It's just not. Mm-hmm. So you're not that kind of old person. So you're not old is what no. I'm saying. Okay. There you go. Okay. We're going to go. I'm good. Clearly we could keep talking and yeah. we need to stop at some point. We love you guys. Thank you for being here. Thanks Thank for, you for joining us today. Thank through to the bitter end. Mm-hmm. Uh, hope we, if we didn't educate, hope we entertained on uh, all things about um, impact play. Uh, and just remember, this is just the tip of a massive kinky iceberg. There's <laughs> yeah. more to know and learn and talk about. There, so. there, there's so much, uh, you know, it's just mm-hmm. the tip of the iceberg, so to speak. Yep. So yeah. that's it for us. We're going to go. Mm-hmm. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.